Hello, ladies and ladies. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Say Your Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kat, they, them. And I'm Steen, she, her. What's the business today, Steen? Ah, the business is I want to talk about how different our styles are. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, just because I, I feel like this is something that comes up every time. You guys know Kat and I basically hang out all the time. <laughs> We've been... Most recently, we've gone to this, like, wave rave cruise. It was a rave cruise. Honestly, it was a a hella random, but it was cool. It was fun. It was a good experience. Never doing it again. I want to do it every weekend. (laughs) Again, Kat and I are very different, (laughs) and we also dressed very differently for the actual, like, event itself. Kat, you were in bright, fun colors, <laughs> and I was just in very neutral tones, and I just think that's very telling of our personalities. Yeah. I also feel like your style, ha- you've really found your style in the I last agree. year, mm-hmm. um, and you've always liked color, but mm-hmm. I feel like you've really, like, just pre like, really, really just, like, pressed into, into my it. color. Oh, yeah. leaned. That's Pressed the word. works, too. <laughs> pressed is kind of weird. <laughs> I definitely have, and I definitely agree. It's it's kind of funny because people uh, will sometimes, you know, because we're close, right? We're we're sisters, and we're close, and people will ask me a lot of the times, like, oh, do you, you know, do you steal things from Christine's closet? Does Christine steal things from your closet? And even when we were younger, that really didn't happen that much. Like no. we would borrow things, but it was always cordial. We've never had the same style, even when mm-hmm. our style was more similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, yeah, and that gap has only widened the the, the chasm. Wide. Has yes. increased between yes. There's a huge ravine, <laughs> a canyon. <laughs> so, how would you describe your style? Um, I'm, I'm definitely. I think. Well, so we're talking about when we say style. I guess initially I was thinking more like clothes, but now just like assessing the things that I'm into. Yeah. Whether it's like right, your aesthetic, like, my aesthetic of scene. Yes. My aesthetic is like clean. It's minimalist. It's yes. neutral. I do like you know, color, but more as, like, an accent, mm-hmm. more as an accessory. Um, I just like that I, like, okay, I think for my, for my, what am I trying to say? For my affinity for um, minimalism, I think a lot of that has to do with just, like, having always, like, moved mm, every yeah. couple of years. So, honestly, I've never stayed in one place where I could have, like, gathered so many things mm-hmm. and just, like, kept things as they were. Um, I was constantly packing suitcases mm-hmm. and moving from, like, house to house, country to country. Literally. <laughs> and so I had to get good at, you know, finding what was actually important enough for me to bring along mm-hmm. and to take up space and yeah. weight in your weight capacity totally. 40 pound 50 pound suitcase exactly and i feel like too like every couple of months i just get this like extreme urge to oh. purge everything not just from my closet <laughs> but I, I already live in like a studio apartment so i don't have that much stuff but yeah every couple of weeks i'm like what can I get rid of? <laughs> what Christine wants no material possession. She wants to get rid of everything and I live know. as a monk. <laughs> but somehow I still keep getting things. She says that, but really it's it's pretty, like, if you compare it to me, it's bare bones. Like, oh, there yeah. is... Yeah. 
podcast. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the opposite of that. So if Christine's minimalist, I'm definitely a maximalist. I love bright, loud colors. Usually purple, green, yellow are my Mm go-tos. But I've I've been exploring more pink and, like, Mm -hmm. blue lately, which are colors I was not drawn to. Especially blue. Yes, blue is something I've actually, I've never really liked blue that much. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of liking blue these days. Just because I I like the whole rainbow now. Um, But, yeah, my... house is filled with tchotchkes and just little things that like to collect dust but look so cute. Cat will get it if it's cute and find a spot for it. Yes, there's always room. <laughs> We're in Cat's um, office right now and literally everywhere you look there is something to see. And I love that. I love that my office is so visually stimulating. I want people to always have something to look at when they're in my office because I like to look at things. Like I am so nosy. If you've <laughs> if you've known me, probably at one point in our friendship, I've taken your bag or your wallet and asked you if I can look through it. Just because I'm nosy and I like to look <laughs> at things. I I just I like to look at things mm-hmm. and um I my space reflects that. So yeah, I would say colorful, mm-hmm. loud. Um I am into collecting things. Whether mm-hmm. that's plushies, K-pop albums, you really um, like get into these um, kinds of like hyperfixations, obsessions. Yes, <laughs> yes, where you zero in on something for like a good long phase. Yes, for Christine, it's crafts and hobbies. For me, it's stuff. <laughs> we are each our obsessions. Christine will be really into a certain craft for months at a time. Mm-hmm. For me, I'll get into a certain like genre of music or something or I'll get into like I went through a period where I couldn't stop collecting vinyls for a couple months and I would just keep ordering and ordering and and also one thing that's really hard for me is I'm definitely someone who likes to complete things I Mm, it's I have these very perfectionist completionist tendencies where Mm -hmm. if I have a collection and it's able to be completed but it's not completed I I can't stop and it's got me in credit card debt (laughs) Um, because I just, <laughs> ooh, went too deep there. Uh-oh. Reel it back, reel it back, reel it back. Oh, no. We're spilling some secrets here. Uh, but yeah, if I can't even, like, for example, I can't even count the number of Squishmallows I own. And mm. it's not even just Squishmallows. I only collect the Hello Kitty Squishmallows. You do? You yes. do? Yes. So I, I tried, and and I do that on purpose, because if I collected all Squishmallows, it would, it would I'm be looking over. looking around your room, and I can't even... I can't even finish counting. Like, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> but yeah, we have very different, op- very opposite styles. Um, when we were younger, I definitely, actually, I'm, I'm gonna, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna go through, like, I think I've had three phases of style. Tell so, us. Four, so far, maybe four. Tell us. When I was younger, I was really into graphic tees. Oh my god, I love I the that. graphic tee. I honestly really like dressing like a tomboy. I liked, um, was I was like, when you're in your, like, bands phase. I don't know. I think I've always been, I think I've I've always struggled with the balance of wanting to be a tomboy and wanting to be feminine, like even as a child, and it Mm -hmm. explains why now I've come out as genderqueer, because it's just one of those things that I never really, I I liked how my, um, my, my girlfriends, my female friends would dress, and I would think it's really cute. But I could never quite capture that essence of, of what they were going for. But I always wanted it, and so I always reverted to what was 
comfortable and mm-hmm. also I thought looked good. Like, um, you know, graphic tees, like we were saying, mm-hmm. band tees, things with like fun images mm-hmm. and logos. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a phase where I wanted to really dress like preppy. Um, but mm, for me, that I was like that. bow tie and suspenders. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually it's just, it's, it's kind of funny because it also touches on my, my journey with like gender and sexuality, mm-hmm. right? It's because I, I feel like, and that actually ties into my next phase of dressing, which is, was more feminine and more trendy. But I think I was pushed into that because I was ashamed of how I dressed before. Exactly. And like, I w- I've been called like back when I was uber Christian, um, someone described my dressing style as like lesbian. And that was like super offensive to me. And wait, uh, before this next phase, someone yes, was like, sorry, you if dress I'm jumping like a around. lesbian and yes. then you overcorrected exactly and, okay, gotcha. and then I and especially during the pandemic during the pandemic I really got into like clothing or I wanted to and so I was buying yeah, all sorts of trendy clothes lots of reformation mm. stuff yes lots of very trendy and on trend things like I was on TikTok so I was keeping up with current trends in a way I'd never had in my style before I honestly I'd never been confident in my style until this year mm. um that was ma'am. Casey. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I, I overcorrected lots of reformation, lots of like trendy platform things. And honestly, I own no, none of those clothes now. Mm-hmm. All the clothes I bought in 2020, I don't think I own a single piece of them. And then in 2021 is when I really started connecting with my queerness, realizing mm-hmm. I'm queer, embracing mm-hmm. my queerness. And now I dress in a way that reflects that, that is loud and obnoxious. But instead of feeling ashamed or embarrassed about it or mm-hmm. like I'm going to be made fun of, I, I lean into that, mm-hmm. whether it's hyper feminine or on a day when I want to dress more masculine. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I won't say I'm fully accepting of who I am, but I'm learning to give myself mm. grace and be more accepting of the differences in my style and, mm. and, and that my style can be a spectrum and expression, just like just like myself. Yeah. Sorry, now the dogs are playing. We're going to pause this real quick. Wait, wait. And we're back. The dogs have been kicked out of the office. <laughs> They've been kicked out. But that's kind of my journey with style. I know I said like three or four phases, but really it was it was three. It was being a like tomboy ish mm-hmm. style and and being mm-hmm. ashamed of it, overcorrecting, being more feminine on trend, and then now just being my natural queer self, dressing however I want to dress. Um, mm-hmm. But would you say your style has evolved over the years as well? Definitely. I feel like my style has always been like my dressing style has <laughs> dressing ranch. Just kidding. What? <laughs> oh my god! I swear to God, how did I not ever know that I didn't that I had HD HD Oh, this bitch! I we're gonna dive into this in another episode, but let's say that me and my partner who has diagnosed ADHD have been telling this woman for years, and she's like. How did I never pick up on the fact that I might have been ADHD? Because you were repressed and trauma. But we'll dive into that. Yeah, we'll dive into that in another episode because ADHD in women manifests very differently. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, yeah. So my style of like you know personal style in wearing clothes, (laughs) ranch dressing, has. Um, always been more feminine. I would say my style has evolved more from like a very like hippie. I, I don't know. I feel like depending on what I want to, how I want to present myself, mm-hmm. um, I will dress accordingly. So I don't think like I have 
eras or like phases mm, yeah. that I've gone through, but rather it's more <laughs> in true Gemini style, um, more according to like how I'm feeling, the personality I want to have that day, yeah. and that day, or you know, for literally a time. day by day. <laughs> yeah, I've got to take it day by day. I have like three different closets. Just kidding. I live in a studio apartment. You're a minimalist. No way. You'd have <laughs> yeah, three absolutely not. Kids. So my outfits have to work for every personality that I have. <laughs> <laughs> so Gemini. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there has to be transference. Um, but no, I think. In terms of, like, how I, my style and, you know, how that goes with my personality, I have, like, a more organic, crunchy granola style, Mm -hmm. and then I have, like, a more bougie, kind of, like, professional, badass, severe type. Oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm describing it that way, but let me try to paint a picture for you. So, like, I really like a lot of floral prints, I like... I do like color, but more in, like, darker tones, Mm -hmm. things that are a little more earthy, a little more organic, (laughs) so to say, Um, paired with, like, you know, dressing feminine, so I I like a lot of, like, flowy tops and Mm -hmm. things like that, Um, but on the other end of the spectrum, I like wearing a lot of black, Mm -hmm. and I like wearing clothes that are flattering to my body, but also at the same time, just kind of, like... I don't know, like comfortable and expensive looking yeah. while being affordable because <laughs> your girl doesn't have that much money. On the rave cruise, sorry, just quick note, Christine <laughs> took off her jacket and the tag was still <laughs> hanging in the jacket. It's not even like I could, like that leather jacket, it's a pleather jacket by the it's way. It's not even real leather. It's not real leather. Like I've had it for like three years now and for some reason I just cannot bring myself to take the tag off of it. Did you take it off or is it still there? I think on the pleather jacket, it is still there, oh. but I finally took the tag off of my, um, of my one shoulder Oh my shirt. gosh, it wasn't even the, just the jacket. Your <laughs> shirt still had the tag on it, too. Oh my goodness. I can't explain the things I do. <laughs> okay, but looking expensive, but not being yeah. expensive. Like, honestly, one of, like, when I imagine, when I fantasize about, you know, my, one of my personalities having, like, the ideal outfit... I'm wearing, like, flowy black pants. I'm wearing, like, a really cool, like, white top. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a long sleeve button-up. Maybe it's, like, a, a racer back tank top, mm-hmm. right? Um, but with, like, a harness. Mm, like, a yeah. harness. That's the severe part. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm wearing, like, like black leather boots. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Chelsea's, but not, like... Not like knee highs, you know, because I'm not that girl. That's yeah, like, you're a Chelsea boot kind of girl. I'm a Chelsea boot kind of girl. Um, with like a leather jacket. I love that look with mm-hmm. like some gold jewelry. Very light though, not mm-hmm. heavy. Um, but then also I can wear like a really flowy dress that I sewn, that I've sewn myself mm-hmm. and wear really cute chunky clogs and... That's the earthy side. That's, That's the, earthy the side. crunchy granola yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess there's a third one, which is my camper self. Yeah. Where I'm literally Cozy. just in hiking pants. I have like a fucking Patagonia like jacket on mm-hmm. and I'm wearing um, Chacos. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. I 
Wow, I'm very simple. Yeah, I would say that's accurate, and I I would say that you're you are you you dress to your strengths if that makes sense like you're not overly trying to follow a certain trend like i wouldn't oh my god i yeah. wouldn't call your wardrobe too millennial or too gen z in yeah. either direction i think you just wear what you like like yeah. the style that works for you cuz yeah i would say you you do lean more towards the obviously millennial side of clothing <laughs> is like, that obvious <laughs> Uh, but I would, it's, I wouldn't call it like, do people use this word so chuggy? <laughs> what? You don't remember that? Like, no? What's chuggy? Correct me if I'm wrong, but chuggy was a term that like Gen Zers would use to describe the cringy millennial shit that millennials were into. shivers? <laughs> I don't know why. What is Chuggy. Like, for example, I don't even know if this is a good example, but remember how back in, like, 2011, everyone was, like, into chevron patterns and, like... Oh, um, live, laugh, love. Exa- kind of, yeah. Like, that's pretty chuggy, but also in subtle ways, too. Like, sure. like, like for example, like, skinny jeans, I think, are chuggy because everyone's into straight leg or wide leg okay, or flare so now. Okay, so are mid-rise jeans chuggy? Mid-rise? I right don't now? know. Because people are either wearing high-rise or low-rise now. I feel oh, like yeah, no yeah. one wears mid-rise. Actually, yeah, ew. Low rise, dude. These these Gen Zers, man. Y two K nineties obsessed. Whatever, we'll let them be them. <laughs> it's fine. They'll learn. <laughs> the literal the style generation that we tried to run away from is now the dominant style. Maybe they're <laughs> doing it trendy. to haunt us. <laughs> Gen Z would do that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would. Were you, wait, were you trying to say that I was true? No, I was trying to say you're not. Like, oh. you don't dress too much in either dress. Like, you're not trying to... You know how oh, some yeah, people yeah. who are... I mean, and I respect it. Wear, wear whatever you want, but some people who are older really try to follow Gen Z style, like, to oh, a yeah, T. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you pull it off, you don't, whatever. Whatever you're comfortable in. Um, but other... Like, some people, like, really lean into the whole... Mo- they're like, well, I'm gonna wear skinny jeans till I die. That's just me. Eat okay. it, Gen Z. I yeah. fucking hate that. And... <laughs> There's people who dress and it's just, you know, like... But you do the, you. Yeah. <laughs> just, but don't shit on other people. That's what it is. Like, don't shit on Gen Z for Says dressing Kat how they... Says as they're like... I'm not shitting on I it. I hate that. No, I hate when they criticize Gen Z for... Mm. Because there's a whole sect of, like, millennials online Cat's who will, a cusper. <laughs> I am a cusper. That's why I'm I'm defending both sides. <laughs> but I there are millennials on TikTok who will, like, stitch... Um, clothing videos of yeah. Gen Zer, and they'd be like, "Ew, like that's so gross." Oh, yeah. Or like, if you're gonna do it, commit to the whole bit. And like yeah. op- the opposite way too, where where Gen Zers are like, "Ew, like I hate skinny jeans. I hate it. it's like like whatever. Like you can hate each other's style, but I don't know. Don't yeah. like don't be mean about it. You know? Yeah. Whatever. I feel like for myself, that's I've always yeah I've always just put a priority on like how I feel mm-hmm. in the clothes that I wear or my style like if I don't like it I don't like it I'm not really and I think that's the difference between style and fashion like mm. some people really want to be or even trendy right yeah, trendy. some people really want to be fashionable and trendy I guess fashionable is more like you want to keep up with like the high-end mm-hmm. kind of stuff that's like in season whereas yeah. trendy is like you want to keep up with what's popular yeah. right now and then your own style is like take all those other factors out. Mm-hmm. What are you actually attracted to? What are you actually drawn to? Yeah. And so some people lean heavier one way than mm-hmm. like the others. And I think at least for me, I feel like I've always followed my own 
personal style. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying earlier. You also, know, you're I not... don't really know what to wear usually <laughs> when I like to when, events. Yeah, I'm literally like I actually <laughs> the guy I'm dating right now just invited me to like this like a, a an event mm-hmm. for like his friend and like a nice event or we'll see that that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what should I wear? And he was like, well, it's like casual but it's like nicer than casual what's a step above nicer than like what's a step above but not he kept saying casual casual. (laughs) so i was like well should i i don't know what are you gonna wear and so yeah because of my style i will literally show up in anything but then i get self-conscious too Mm, you know yeah because i i want to be respectful and i want to like I don't want to be a sore thumb. I don't want to be perceived. Mm, see, I yeah. you can't love relate. Being, yeah, <laughs> Leo like, rising. Like not the <laughs> <laughs> not to the point where I'd, I'd be like, I'm gonna wear white at a wedding, or I'm gonna stick out and like wear bright green at a wedding. But walking on the street, I want people to notice me and my cool outfit. <laughs> yeah, you're really digging like the monochromatic look, right? Yes, now. I love again. Yeah, those bold colors, like either one of each color or just two colors in an mm-hmm. outfit. I really dig that. Um, yeah, but. That's that's again where we're really different. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. want to perceive, be perceived. I'm like absolutely not. Me. Yeah. In the winter I wear black. In the summer I will wear white. <laughs> no, I'll wear black. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> when having a conversation about style, we should probably also talk about what well, we don't have to, but we could talk about <laughs> where we find our clothes. <laughs> Do y'all really want to hear this? <laughs> um. Okay, I just feel like where I find my clothes is very basic. I love, I, I will say I'm kind of a sucker for branding. Mm-hmm. I can get sucked into that very easily, but not in the way that you would think. Like, yeah, what do you mean Shit like Gucci, Prada doesn't mean anything Luxury to me. brands, you don't care. I don't really care about it, you know. Um, there is this brand that I really like. I don't have anything from them, but I'm huh. so like drawn to their aesthetic because it's comfortable it's basically pjs mm. and underwear um but it's called mate the label and oh their whole i've seen thing, them yeah. their whole thing is that it's organic clothing mm-hmm. um and why am i hella drawn to that like i would never spend 60 dollars on like a fucking shirt or a tank top but i would i would do it <laughs> i would do it for a mate label shirt and i've managed to stave off for so long but i'm cracking <laughs> underneath well you know actually I, I i will i will link it too if i can but i just read a really um uh, eye-opening kind of or thought-provoking article by a uh fashion influencer that i follow a sustainable fashion influencer um who is talking about like why do we like save up and, and this doesn't necessarily apply because you said you don't care about luxury items but you know how um there's people who will be like oh i would never pay x amount for a sustainable item fashion item because you know it's not sustainable if it's not affordable you know but they're willing to like save up for luxury items but this person was talking about like why is that the case like why don't we view clothing in that same way it's because Mm. we're so used to fast fashion we're so used to prices being low that we don't like view it as an item like what we do other items that we Mm -hmm. save up for but why wouldn't we right like these things are like there are actually Maybe. things that, like, go on your skin. Yeah. Your body's largest organ. Why? Yeah. Why do we not put more thought into it? Actually, that makes me remember that I watched this documentary a long time ago mm-hmm. about the fashion industry mm-hmm. and just how, like, awful it is yeah. and how, like, you know, people are not getting paid 
fair wages for the or they're working in awful conditions to mm-hmm. make the clothes that we wear for like hella cheap. Exactly. And I think that's one of my like values where like if I'm gonna buy at least clothes for myself, I have to learn this in like other aspects of my life too, like when buying things. Mm-hmm. But at least with buying clothes, I because I'm also a minimalist, I am pickier yeah. about like what I buy, I want to make sure it has a long shelf life, mm-hmm. um, it's worth it, it's good quality, and then I think partly why I'm drawn to Mate the Label is the fact that it is, like, organic, yeah, it's and it's sustainable. more or less good for you. I would love to, like, make my own, if, if possible, like, have, like, hand-dyed clothes, too, mm-hmm. because, like, dyes are so bad for mm. you, too, um... Yeah, anyway, those are the values I have. Weirdly, though, I feel like I would love to be better at thrifting. Mm, but I yeah. just... Some people just have a knack for it, I feel. It's yes. like they have that innate gift of being able to see the potential right. in, like, mm-hmm. a singular piece of clothing. Whereas for me, I need I need more of a vision. Yes. In order to, I like, need directions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't have that natural ability to see something and imagine the possibilities. Yeah. For me, base value... <laughs> And so that's I why I try to, like, similar to you, like, make the labels not for me. Not not colorful enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's so muted. But yeah. I like, I try to either um, find the brands I like on Depop or on Poshmark. Oh, so yeah. curated thrifting, right? Where it's mm-hmm. by the brand. I can't go to a thrift store and, like, go to town. I can't do that. But it's so hard. But using Depop or Poshmark um, is, like, usually what I go to. Um, I really appreciate brands that do, like, limited releases and things mm-hmm. like that. So they're not just producing to meet a demand and things yeah. like that. Or, like, made-to-order stuff. Exactly, yeah. And it is expensive, but, again, it's, like, those things that you you save up for. And Mm -hmm. also, like, the number one rule of sustainability, right, is just keep what you have. Like, don't just be buying new things. Or if you're going to get new things... Like, swap it out for something else that is just sitting in your closet, you know? Yes, but then also, like, donating that or just repurposing it as a rag or something like Mm -hmm. that. Just, yeah, it's... It's interesting. We probably could talk about, like, sustainability. That's and... another episode. Yeah, that is another episode. <laughs> because also, like, greenwashing is a thing. I, and... Yeah, that and it's becoming more insidious, I feel. Yeah. Because now they're, like, corporations are starting to realize those are, like, caught words for, yeah. um, you know, getting people to consume more. Right. Which actually defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, like, consumption and, and capitalism, but which encourages consumption, mm-hmm. really is the issue. You and know what's a crazy thing, mm-hmm. too, is, remember um, Girlfriend Collective? Yeah. Yeah. Girlfriend Collective, we were so, like, when it first came out, you and I were like, wow, what about bottles? Wow, repurposing plastic. At the end of the day, it's still plastic. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just, like, super gross. And... <laughs> I can't explain why it's ew. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there are so many ways to, like, re-recycle things or to repurpose it. Yeah. But you're still repurposing things that have no, that are not slowing down and being made. That's so true. Yeah. And that also is, like, a whole nother thing. Anyway, that's a sustainability episode. (laughs) Sorry, one more thing before we move on. But, like, it begs the question, right? Like, are are they the problem or is it, like, the, the, the water bottle companies that are still, like, producing all these things and these plastic companies? Like, is it... Are they helping to make something of the cycle? Or are they contributing to the cycle? Okay, because so I my will problem, say, Go oh. ahead. Because <laughs> my problem with Girlfriend is just... I feel like they drop things so often. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like it's limited release. I like, feel like the beast has consumed them. Right, because they did blow up and they're meeting mm-hmm. demand which 
I don't know, should you? Like, that's... Right. Like, when when do you say, like, we have enough traction and enough demand, mm-hmm. but, like, when do you put a cap on it and say we have to stick to actually, like... Right. But then, um, so my whole thing, I think I'm realizing now, like, why I'm so ill about, like, recycling plastic mm-hmm. and turning it into clothes is the fact that when you wash it, microplastics are still released and that's still bad that's still getting into the water and that's still affecting right i'm very passionate about the water the water the fish the fish there's so much plastic inside us yeah and it's 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 kind of scary you know so like yes it's very noble to take something that would otherwise be like throw quote-unquote thrown away and repurpose it and find like new ways to like use it or give it like a longer shelf life but, like, in the long run, is that actually helpful? Is yeah. it actually good? Is that actually sustainable and, like, helpful to the environment? Right. And it's, it's hard, right? Because, like, no matter what, at the end of the day, we exist within a capitalist system. And we have to, we don't have to, but in order to survive, you got to play by the rules of the capitalist system. So, like, Girlfriend, for example, right? Even if they did slow down production, I don't know, consumers are just consumers. They'd probably turn on them and maybe their business would totally. tank or whatever, right? Yes. And, like, um... Yeah, just all these other factors yeah. where, like, even if you do have the best intents and, and try to as sustainable as possible, right, it, it just, the reality of the capitalist society we live in is that demand will always exist in order for a business to stay afloat. They have to meet that demand and meet the costs of labor, um, materials, mm-hmm. like, all these things. And so we could go on and on about mm-hmm. that, but fuck corporations, basically. <laughs> I actually saw an amazing quote by the memes on Instagram. I would have to count how many M's, but they're a fantastic non-binary like meme account. They ship posts all the time, but they said something that I really resonated with it with, which is, "I am a woman in the same way that a corporation is a human." Whoa! Like presents as one, right? Treated as one. Ooh. We treat corporate corporations like they're people in the benefits that lawmakers give them, in the tax breaks, in mm-hmm. in the catering mm-hmm. to them, the lobbyists. Mm-hmm. And people treat me like a woman. I get misgendered all the time, but I'm not, and corporations are not. Mm. So fuck corporations. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, I, I, it is funny, but I'm like, like really digesting that. I'm like... It's a lot. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Um, that was really just the business I wanted to state. I love it. I like chatting about our style and I feel like every episode we're like, we're so different. <laughs> but we are and that's what makes it fun. Yeah. It's just, it still is such a wonder to me that we came from the same household. Mm-hmm. Same parents. Same trauma, pretty much. <laughs> Different. You have older child Different. trauma. I have younger child trauma. <laughs> yeah, and we've definitely... Yeah, it's yeah, it's just so crazy. And I feel like you and I, our differences make us really complementary to each mm-hmm. other. And I think... I always joke about how I seek out and also attract people who are very different from me because Mm -hmm. if I had another one of myself I would not be able to handle that. You would hate that bitch. (laughs) I'd be like bitch get the fuck out of my face and she'd be like bitch you get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) And it would just be like it's like me talking to a mirror. Gemini. I'm learning like to be gentle and like love myself so I don't know maybe if I had more Christine's in my life I'd be more 
Well, it'd be it'd have to be more Christine's all doing that work to better themselves than going to therapy. <laughs> so, ooh, you're getting yeah. a room of Christine's to do that. All that to say, I think our relationship works because we're so different. I agree. Yeah, and we provide like different perspectives. Yeah, we keep each other we keep each other fresh in the brain, fresh mentally fresh. Okay, let's end this episode. <laughs>